So this guest today has quite quite a different story. I think um, I think this first person who's not British, which I think adds adds something that's that's immediately going to be going to give a different perspective. Um, and she's you you'll hear she's sort of bounced between things. Um finally finding herself which is great. Um but but before I spoil too much, I'll let her tell you. Let's get into it. and Hastian and this is my creative space. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, and so- we've got Lara as you know. So let's let's get things started. What aspects of the self-made creative industry are you in? Um, I'm in, I guess I'd say I'm in the theatre industry, but I'm at student level. Okay, yeah, but what? Um, as 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 am I, as you know. Um, yeah. but but what what part of what part of that? Okay, what part of that are you aiming to go into then? Oh, in, in theatre then. Well, at the moment, I'm not quite sure because, so, I always thought I was going to do acting. Mm. That is why I came to London. So, a bit about me, I was studying management accounting in Stellenbosch University, just outside of Cape Town. Okay. And then I decided that I did not want to do that anymore. So, I quit uni and then I went to London and I auditioned at all the drama schools. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for BA acting and then reality hits me in the face the way a pawpaw hits a fan and everything just sort of splashed everywhere yeah. and I realized how competitive it is yeah and especially if you're an international student yeah oh yeah so I was lucky I ended up on a certificate of higher education course at Italia Conti oh great awesome that was really nice. That was a, it's a very warm, welcoming school and they really cared about their students. But again, even though you did the foundation with them doesn't guarantee you a place on their acting oh. course. <laughs> and I can definitely say that I did improve while I was there. Yeah. But oh. on the other hand, I think I got so obsessed with auditioning and audition technique and getting into drama school that I was looking for approval all the time in my work. I wanted to get that. I wanted someone to give me a pat on the back and tell me I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And I kind of killed my creativity by doing that, even though I can say that I didn't, I, I have a better knowledge of acting now. And I think I am better at it. I killed my creativity. Then it became evident because I wanted to do acting. Yeah, I realized that I am going to not get into drama school. 
and I applied to this course that we're on now so the contemporary theater and which brings me back to your question of what I want to do now so at the moment I'm really open to seeing how I develop during this course because I've really recently enjoyed editing sound I've really enjoyed writing I've really enjoyed um, devising theater through Mm. collaboration but if I look at the traits that I'm showing at the moment, yeah, uh, I tend to take control in a situation. I think I might go into creative producing. Okay, to yeah. answer your question. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so so we've we found out what sort of what sort of brought you to to be here. Yeah. Um, let's go back to, to you as a child. What was what was a young Lara like, and how? Uh, how has that maybe in some way influenced where you are now? How young? As young as you want. As, as young as, as you want. As young. Back to. Okay. Well, when, okay. So the first thing that jumps to mind is that I was, I went through a lot of phases. Okay. So, yeah. and I was always um, immersing myself in other worlds that I was creating for myself. So I remember that there's a creek not far from my house and I would dress up in a certain outfit of like this stockings and dress that felt to me like someone from the 1800s yeah and then I would go to the creek and pretend I am running away from home in air quotations I'm running away and then I just like play at the creek and sit there read a book and I'd usually take like a basket or things and at one point I was red riding hood for three weeks I was wearing a red (laughs) cape all the time Um, walking with a basket everywhere so I was um, always playing dress up always reading a lot immersing myself in other worlds that I was creating for myself so I'd say as a child that's what I was like yeah okay so so naturally naturally quite 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 creative just letting your imagination just just run naturally just despondent to what's happening in the real world basically yeah Yeah. it's like not really going on i'm in my world <laughs> exactly so i was completely I, my, my sister calls me a moon child because she says that i just stare out blankly yeah. into space yeah, yeah like i'm like hypnotized by the moon so yeah <laughs> yeah completely phased out <laughs> okay let's you you touched on it briefly but but let's let's see where did you and do you study and and what are you studying and Tell us a bit, a bit, a bit more about that. What am I studying? Yeah. yeah. So I'm studying contemporary theatre hmm. at the Wimbledon College of Arts. You'll know this course very well, Caleb. I will. And, yeah. yeah. And and um, so basically, what we're doing is that we are exploring theatre making in all the wider context that you know that you wouldn't traditionally come across in university or in a drama school. Um, and we're looking at all the different platforms that you can take theater into and you can launch theater off of. So I'd say that's what we're doing. I've always sort of, sort of summarized going like that um, as, as it's, it's everything that goes into making a performance, basically. Which, yeah, 100%. Yeah, whether, that's, whether that's in the in a traditional sense of, of in a theater or whether that's in a far less traditional sense just 
we're in like in like a car park or something. Just yes, because we're exposed to all the all the steps that happen in the making of a of a piece. Uh, we're in the like in the writing process. We're in the editing, uh, choreography, staging, yeah. lighting, yeah, music. Yeah. Like we do everything. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a it's like we're our little own theater company. And it put it puts us in a great position to 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 after the course be able to leave and go into whatever part part of theatre we want or what whatever part of performing even we want which yeah. is great um okay let's let's go on to, to how is what you're studying currently influenced your decision to to be going into theatre so so, so so how is what 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 like you've done so far whether whether that's in uni specifically or outside of uni how has that influenced your decision to to want to go into to i know you mentioned acting but mm. just, just fear so more broadly well you know what i think it's that um coming to london mm. made made the biggest impact on me and really just fueled my love for theater because i've always been really enamored with going to theater but coming from a town where there no theater ever happens and yeah. coming from a country where there basically are only two producing houses yeah. that produce their own original works moving to a city where almost every theater on the next block is producing their own work and there's playwrights everywhere producing their own work being just just being in this world and being exposed to all this theater just really made me aware of all the possibilities that there are because I've never seen a play that's really too similar to another one before and where the stage design was different and I've seen how people uh, are just they go just go completely off the traditional route of what a play should look like and then they turn it into something else and so I think it's just being in London and being exposed to as many like creative resources as possible that's really shown me that theatre is a medium that allows you really to play and really engage with your audience yeah yeah exactly and 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 I've I sort of thought thought, why would um, why would you leave um, why would you not be in London for theatre when 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 the sort of hub for theatre in the UK anyway is in London, um, and I'm sure that's 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 I'm sure that would be different in South Africa and mm. wherever you are in the world. But mm. but it's sort of like if you want to be in that industry, immerse yourself in where that industry is. Um, yeah, I think that there is some truth to that because the thing is, is that I there are South African playwrights that are great Mm, and there are people that are producing great work however I never I never thought of looking them up until I came to London because in in, when I was in drama school and when I engaged with the students at the uni I'm at now, yeah. everybody is so savvy and clued up on what's going on in the theatre industry in a way that I've never seen with South African theatre yeah. students before. And then 
it's only now I've spent a lot of time like now with the pandemic I've had enough time on my hands to sort of look into South African filmmakers and look into South African playwrights and just watch recordings of plays that have been done and I think well South African theatre makers are great it's yeah. just that there isn't really an audience in South Africa for the kind of work they're producing they have to go kind of do it abroad but because so I definitely think there's an opportunity anywhere for theatre yeah. to be made but oh, yeah. I but London is a great place just to learn a lot and get your tools together and then you can sort of go anywhere but also the, the, the methods that people follow in London aren't necessarily the best I think because like like everybody everywhere like all different cultures have their own ways of approaching theatre yeah. So, but for me, in my case, it's just that it was once I came to this academic space for theatre that I thought of looking into the theatre that was being made in my own country and in other yeah. contexts. Which is great because if, if it means you find new playwrights and new directors and new filmmakers, then that's, that's amazing. Like, like mm. broadening who you know and, and like who you appreciate is never going to be a bad thing. Mm. Um, okay, let's let's talk a bit more about, about how is sort of sort of being in London and and looking up those South African filmmakers and playwrights. How was that? Mm. How has that influenced your decision to? Well, yeah, yeah. How is that? Um, how has that, how's that made you want to to or push you to to go into this industry? So I'm so happy you asked this question. I'm sorry I interrupted you a bit there. Oh, no, but I'm so, I'm so happy you asked this question because I have recently just discovered this amazing South African director um, mm. and his name is Christian Olwagen. <laughs> Should I spell that or is there somewhere we can um, like post I'll, the spell? Spell it for me afterwards and I'll put, I'll put it down below. Fabulous. So you can put everything down below. Okay, so... Christian Olwagen, amazing South African uh, film director. Mm. And he actually studied at the university I was at before I went to London. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, but in the arts department. And what yes. he what he uh, did is that he recently made a film adaptation of The Seagull. Oh, <laughs> how come he Yes, the play that we were supposed to go see. Yeah. And he, and it was actually, and that's, I actually watched it the day we were supposed to go see it on the 23rd <laughs> of April. I was, nice. because we, yeah. But anyway, so I watched this film, The Seagull, uh, mm. but it's in Afrikaans. Yeah. And it's set in the 1990s and all the characters are South African. Yeah. But I just thought that he adapted it to a different context and a different milieu so mm. seamlessly and so cleverly that that's something that I think I want to look into. Yeah. Um, and also recently, I just watched something really great just to sort of like build yeah. on that is that I, I saw um, The Night of the Living Dead by and I think the theatre company's name is Imitating the Dog or Imitating Dog it's something like that but you can put it down below yeah 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 and what they did is they took a, they took a film all black and white film yeah and they had two screens up on stage so the one screen was showing the black and white film and then on the stage they were recreating the shots 
yeah. from the film and they'd have that play on the other screen and but on top of that they had another layer so yeah. they were between like the uh, all this happening like amongst yeah. all this happening they were playing speeches because the former okay. set in the 1960s they were playing a very famous speeches from the 1960s of Martin Luther King and uh, the president and um interviews that were being conducted with uh, people regarding murders that were happening that time and they really what started off as a show about a horror movie that's being appropriated into yeah. something else for theater yeah. it turned into this beautiful um almost i'm looking for the word it's a a memorial yeah. to uh black history in america yeah and sort of I, like um, a, a sort of a sort of homage almost yes exactly yeah. like a homage and yeah. i thought that was just so cleverly done so finding ways to appropriate other pieces of work to theater is something i'm really interested in and adapting great classical texts into mm. a south african context that south african audiences can engage with yeah. because these are pieces that they wouldn't necessarily engage with themselves but i think that if you put it in a familiar context it's something they'd be interested in seeing so yeah. these are the things that i've become interested in recently great awesome so so sort of i know you've touched on it briefly with with um with studying and then and dropping out and then coming to mm. london but mm. when did you know this was a career for you what was there anything specific was it well what what made you decide you wanted to to start studying what what it was you were studying and then come to london so i was uh, always um into theater growing up Yeah. So I was always I was always um doing I was in the school musicals and the school productions. I was taking part in all the acting competitions in town because acting is the only profession in like film and theater that I was aware of as a young person. I didn't really think of all the other jobs that they are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And but yeah. Yeah, and so I I wanted to do theater. but i and i wanted to study theater but i didn't i i i didn't know how i was going to make a career for myself yeah. in south africa doing that because i have never met someone who studied theater who actually managed to get themselves launched and yeah. find jobs and be jobbing actors or playwrights or whatever so yeah, yeah. then but then one night i was uh it was this was my second year at varsity and i was studying for a test and yeah. i thought if i continue down this road i'm going to end up in an office with a job i hate with a yeah. life i hate i am 20 years old yeah i'm going to pull the brakes while i still can mm. and so i pulled the brakes and hey, yeah, I, yeah. yeah and then so i i closed my book that i was studying yeah. out of i just neatly pushed it to one side and i opened my laptop and i applied to guildhall because it was no. the only drama school i knew yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so i applied yeah. um so and then i think so that's when i knew okay i'm going to quit this course and i think the moment that the penny dropped that i am going to pursue a career in this field yeah was last year 
when I was still at Italia Conti. Yeah. Because it's at the, near the end of the year, everybody started speaking about like all the other job opportunities that you yeah. have as a jobbing actor when you don't have a job. And then I thought there are actually so many ways to keep yourself employed yeah. in the theater industry. Like yeah. you can totally make a living off of this. And I think as soon as I had the reassurance that I will be able to pay bills mm. in this field, that that was when I fully committed in my yeah. head. Great, great. So yeah, it is, it is sometimes it is literally just the thing of, of just realizing, is this a life that I want? Yeah. You know, get out just just almost almost slamming the book shut and running yeah um, but um okay so so what what motivates you to to do what you do i know you talked a bit a bit about that that in terms of knowing you can you can pay the bills and knowing there's 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 so much in theater but mm. but, but is there anything whether it's in theater or not that motivates you to to keep to keep going and keep wanting to yes to do this go ahead yes go ahead. so what it is is that so i think that theater is very similar to sciences mm. in this excuse me in the sense that in both fields there are discoveries that can still be made yeah it's not like it's the end like math or yeah. accounting or statistics which is what i was doing i realized is that this is it. This is the end of the field of the discovery. There is nothing I can contribute yeah. to this field of not. There's nothing I can discover. There's nothing that I can meaningfully contribute. I can only read, study, and recite and repeat and copy techniques and methods discovered by men like hundreds of years ago yeah. and in the past in in the past 100 years. Yeah. I'm going to be a machine just yeah. doing techniques that another human figured out but theater is so exciting to me because there is always because you have the opportunity to create and yeah. to discover and to discover new ways of telling stories and to discover new ways of entertaining people and to find new ways of for example in the coronavirus we didn't come to a stop yeah. we the, the the social distancing festival was launched immediately and all of a sudden all these artists were jumping on this website to create an online festival where people could engage with all these different shows and that's what motivates me is knowing that the i can still make a contribution yeah. to this field yeah yeah which is so key key especially especially knowing that like like because if you are in 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 maths for example there's uh, there may be things to discover but very few and i've got no clue how you would whereas yeah, in i have theater, no idea either whereas whereas in theater there's so many opportunities to to try something something different and and to to do something in a different way or just or just or just do something because you want to do it whereas yeah which is so different to those so it's a far more academic subject so it's sort of like there's a right and wrong in these whereas yeah exactly there's it, it's just that with with math because I, I i just think of numbers and i think yeah. two equates four minus two you know it's just like yeah. it's it's a fact it's you can't it's such a terrible example yeah but, but it's just 
do you know what I mean? It's like there's no disputing it. But I feel like in in the sciences, you can find a hypothesis and then you can do a study to find if it's true or not. Or yeah. you can discover that, oh my gosh, there's something inside the atom. There yeah. are electrons and protons in here. We never knew that. Yeah. And I feel like with theater, there is the same opportunity. Yeah. You have you can just you can try things you can make mistakes because there's no right or wrong you can just play and see what comes out yeah yeah exactly and, and like 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 if you can't do one well, for for a lot of people who are creators you need that you need to be able to, to you need to be able to be told just play just see 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 see, see what comes out of it mm. and just letting it happen okay yeah. And um, who inspires you? I know you've mentioned um, a few filmmakers, but but um, it could could be athletes, anything. Who inspires you? Uh, so the first person who came to mind. This is so cringe. It's Adam Driver. <laughs> okay. I love okay. Adam Driver. And um, so I don't. So the thing is, is that I just love his way of thinking mm. if if this makes sense it's mm. just that um but it, this is just like on a minute level that i really respect him like yeah. as a person because the thing is like i really have respect for the fact that he's so dedicated to his work as an actor yeah. that he um he's very protective of his characters like for example for star wars he yeah. didn't want a stunt double to do his stunts yeah. because he didn't want the way the stunt double would fight to affect his performance or yeah. Kylo's, like how the audience <laughs> would perceive Kylo Ren. Because yeah. he says, no, it's very important the way he holds a lightsaber. It says a lot about the character. So I think respecting your craft and honing your craft is something that I really admire that he did because when he speaks about acting, you really see that he has a very... You, you can see that he's gone into depth about this. Yeah. And yeah. you can see that he's sort of tapped into all the resources he could find. What I also really admire about him is that something that he repeatedly says is that... He, he says that never shoot down the possibility that somebody could have a better idea than you have. Yeah. Because he says that this is something that he doesn't plan a performance. Like he won't take a scene the night before shooting and then go, okay, this is how I'm going to say this line, this is how I'm going to say this line. Because he yeah. says that because how the other actor is going to react and how they're going to do their performance is going to affect what he's going to do. Exactly. And, and also how they interpret the scene might be different from how he interprets the scene. Mm. But then their interpretation might have a little bit more depth to it than the way he understood it so yeah. i think remaining open about yeah. the about what your collaborators have to offer is another thing that i learned uh, from yeah. him yeah and then another one that comes to mind mm. is um it's all this is all in film and i don't know why it's all in film but this is just what's popping into my head is yeah, wes yeah. anderson yeah. Okay. And I really like Wes Anderson because he's so unique and authentic. His yeah. 
voice is very authentic because the thing is is that you can a, a Wes Anderson film can come up and you'll immediately know it's him yeah because he has all these little details like all these little signatures in his work like the symmetrical shots mm. the adults that act like children the children that act like adults mm. uh, everybody kind of speaking in monotone voices uh, like uh, there's always like a mission that people are going to go on and it's I like the fact and I respect the fact that he said can I swear Caleb yeah go ahead yeah he said fuck what the rest are doing and he just said I'm going to do what I want to do the way I want to do it the way I like it and yeah. I respect that because the thing is is that he said that in the beginning of his career he was so obsessed with like taking the advice of other directors hmm. because they were because he'd never done films before and yeah. he want and he obviously assumed that these people know better yeah. but then he said the more he took the advice the more he realized that it was muddying the waters of the projects that he was working on yeah and then it was when he dis- started to discard the advice he didn't need and yeah. take on the advice that he did need yeah. that he found his voice and his signature way of filmmaking mm. so that is something that i also that i really aspire to do is to find my own style and my own voice within theater great awesome so let's 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 look into the future where do you think you will be or where do you want to be in five years time so in 2025 where do you 20- want to be what do you want to achieve in 2025 i want i want to have achieved the ability to let go yeah because i think at the moment i think i'm still very um like stuck up Mm. and i think that i am still trying to I'm, I'm still trying to find a way to explore yeah. and to play and to just collaborate and to find my creative to mm. find my creativity yeah. because I think the, the way my head works is kind of like a machine it's like this is the job okay these are the steps we're going to follow to get the job done yeah. like very efficient but then along the way i'm like okay it's great that i'm working very effectively but i'm kind of losing the heart and the soul of what i'm doing yeah so i think in 2025 i want to have done my masters okay yeah and i I want to have found my a, a way of working that i can just have a a a starting point for my career that Mm. i found that a way that i like working and creating and collaborating so that i know how i can go into the first projects just after studying and i think i hope that i found a a confidence Mm. in my in my way in my work that i find a confidence and that i can back up why I want to do the things I want to do and that I don't rely on words of reassurance anymore that I can decide for myself why I want to do something and why I want it a certain way yeah great great and I think I think all of us need to need to do that in some sense since we all need to to be able to just to just let go and let things just let things play out yeah let things yeah just let 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 life happen and and 
we just just understand that we have a certain level of control yeah 100 like especially now yeah oh this is a prime example of like of like we can only do so much mm. um to and and yeah it's it's sort of a thing of we we sometimes need something as hard as this to to be like okay take a break I'm, I'm just gonna hit you really hard here because this is not working mm. um so yeah okay i what yeah. i have to say sorry to interrupt you but no, I, I think something that's so great about this pandemic yeah is how the creativity of the human has come out yeah. to play yeah because i never realized how clever people are until yeah. this happened because for example like in italy when the woman came out on her balcony and she just started singing for her neighbors yeah that was such a brilliant idea and yeah, yeah. the another example in italy is when the they were passing food parcels on the washing lines yeah, yeah. to their neighbors um grandparents playing noughts and crosses with their grandkids on windows with erasable markers yeah. i think that i'm just so impressed with yeah. how we were able to create in a time like this yeah it is is like that's that's why was well i had i had this idea for the podcast a long time before the pandemic but i just thought well this is a better opportunity than, than anything to actually get it started and get it going because because people need need creativity and and are bringing that out in them so, so why not like why not contribute and allow allow the people and getting on to to contribute and tell and tell a bit about what what it is they do and why they're doing it and and allowing their creative side to to be unleashed to people as well that's so great because you know it's really it's so great that you actually did it because the thing is is that i feel like people always have these ideas like especially if you're uh, like a student or you're a young person and you've just like entered your field uh, people always have all these ideas of oh i have this amazing idea for a script i want to write or oh, i have this amazing idea for a short film but yeah. they never get the push they need to do it yeah and i'm so happy that you got your push mm. and you responded mm. That you yeah. got the sign, Caleb. This is your opportunity, and you took yeah. it. That's so great. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, looking on into further into the future with twenty thirty. What 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 do you want to to achieve? Let Let's think more more career wise here here. So not um, so so, so you've been able to, to to relax a bit and just let things happen. Where do you want what or what what do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be in ten years time? Well, in ten years time, I hope that I have created a portfolio of work that I can be proud of. Yeah. I'd say because the thing is is that I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know whether I'm going to go into acting. I don't know whether I'm going to go into producing. I don't yeah. know whether I'm going to be in a part of a theater company collaborating, making new pieces. But I do know 100% for sure that in 2030, this mm. is after I've studied. This is when I've hopefully started working. I hope that I work 
in the theater industry i really do not hope i have a day job that's unrelated like knock on like knock on wood yeah i i really hope and i just hope that i've had the opportunity to create work that mm. i can be proud of yeah great and i think i think that's something we should um we should all want is to be doing the thing we enjoy the thing we're passionate yeah. about um and it is it is a real shame when when people can't can't do that for for one reason or another um but but of course i think i think the way that, that i'd say everyone on our course is going they're all they're all so passionate and so has so much drive that like, that like i can't see any of them not not going into their, their, their desired industry exactly but you know what the other thing is that i feel like you need to have ambition and you need to work hard but i don't think there's any way of predicting of where you're going to end up no. because oh, no. you know like you know like the thing in parasite it's like you know what's the you know why you shouldn't make a plan you see the dad i'm paraphrasing but the dad says yeah. it's like you shouldn't make a plan because plans never work out the way you want them to yeah. and I realized this to be true as well because I had a plan. Like yeah. when I was 10 years old, I was like, I'm going to go to London, I'm going to study musical theater, I'm going to be an actress on the West End. Boom, that's my plan. Yeah. That's how it's going to go. That's not how it went. No. But I am incredibly ambitious and I've worked very hard and I am on the right trajectory. Yes. So yeah. I think it's just a matter of staying on your trajectory. Yeah. Well, the, th the thing is, your plan, like, though though it's not happened in the way you'd have thought no it's still happening it is still happening because, because you are in london you yeah. are studying theater though it's not musical theater and but it, and, and enough who's who says you can't end up there because, but you know what caleb it's interesting because the thing is is that i realized at that i really love watching musical theater yeah but it's not something I'm interested in making. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I would never have. So it's it, it's so this is what I'm saying is that you you sh because what if I had set my heart on getting into an MT course? Yes. And I got in there and I realized, oh no, I don't want to be here. Yeah. But now because I've just I've just followed the path. Mm. I'm just the, just that that's been laid out in front of me, yeah. and I've ended up in a space where I'm really happy to be. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So I, I I think it's just about just there's no way that because for example, like last year when I didn't get into acting school, that was the worst thing. Yeah. I thought this is the end for me. I thought I'm gonna have to come back to South Africa. I thought that I'm going to not be able to study anything theater related or study at all. And then I got into this course. Yeah. And when I found this course, because the yeah. reason I applied for the course was I was I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is something that I'm really interested in, like creating my own work. Yeah. Because before that moment, I never considered making my own work before and then i looked at it yeah. and i was like i would actually love to learn how to make my own work and like collaborate and be yeah. a creator and then i landed here and i wouldn't have so even though something would i in that moment perceive to be a bad thing happened yeah. it it led me to the place where i'm extremely happy yeah and that's that's again sort of 
all you can ask is that is that whatever life throws at you as long as you end up happy that's mm. it and mm. okay so so you've let, let, let's just, let's just go, into, go into what what do you define as success what is success for you is it, is, it, is it as simple as happiness or 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 are you gonna or are you thinking more specifically even fiercer so are, are you talking career success or like life success whatever success is to you whatever oh success. gosh <laughs> I, I think um I just want companionship and to be content with what I'm doing. Yeah. If right. I have to think of success, because the thing is, is that in the broader sense of things, I think that having meaningful friendships, having a family that you love and being surrounded with people that love you and that you care about is the most important thing we can have in this life. And yeah. that's something that I realized now as well, because for the first time ever, I was thrown into my parents' house with my both my siblings back here and my sister yeah. hasn't been home since Christmas and she's an accountant my brother's studying accounting as well I, I came back from London on a last minute decision just before South Africa's lockdown started to be with my family yeah. and it was so insane where once I was in a house with my family for such a long period of time I started to realize I don't know them I don't yeah. know them as well as I thought I did. And yeah. then the longer I got to spend time with them, I was like, oh my gosh, I love these people. Yeah. They're so great. And yeah. I was like, but you do these things that I never knew you do that are really fucking annoying, but it's okay. I still love you. Yeah. And it's just that I just realized that, oh my gosh, if I didn't have my family, if I didn't have my friends that I could talk to every day, if yeah. I didn't have like friends like you who would like want to do creative things like this, like yeah. I would, I would have been so lonely and yeah, yeah. like gone completely out of my mind. And I'm just, I, I just want, I think success is just to be there for the people you care about. And I, I, I want to be successful in theater, yeah. in the theater industry. But you know what? If if something happens along the way, like even if I just end up teaching, yeah, and I just like do small projects like once a year or twice yeah. a year, I think I'd be satisfied because I I just want to be content and have my companions and yeah. that is i will i will be happy great great and i think that's again it's like it like it's whatever as long as you're content and mm. and and you're like okay this is this is cool i can do this then that's that's, that's all you can ever ask for the other thing is that i really think that success it depends on it depends on whether you put up a fight yeah because you know what i think that especially to have a career in this industry you have to put up a fight yeah. because you have to fight to get the work produced you have to fight yeah. to get it to 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 show to have it premiere you have to mark you have to do great marketing to get your audience yeah you have to really be on top of your ball game to, yeah to get to to get yourself out there in this industry yeah. so i so i i think that i want to rest assured mm. because i have my goal because i know that i want to 
be I want to produce great theater and I want to probably have my own theater company mm-hmm. in one day I know this this is what I want but if that doesn't happen but I know that I did everything in my power and I worked as hard as I could but yeah. it didn't pan out as I wanted I can be content with that because I'd rather fail knowing yeah. that I tried my hardest because then I think it's still a success because I ended up on the path that I I had to end up on but if I didn't if I didn't make use of the opportunities that came my way if I didn't work as hard as I should have and I failed then yeah then I can be disappointed in myself and then I can be angry with myself yeah. but I think that if you if you do if you if you have your goals and you do everything in your power to follow to to, to reach them then yeah. i think that you are living a successful life yeah great and that's again it's it's like as long as you're doing like whatever you can then then who can argue that yeah not giving up just keep go just keep going and don't give up i think that is that is that is success it took me a long while to get to here but yeah like yeah. keep going don't give up i'd mm. say okay um let i i don't know if it well well this this, this may not be in fear so but just in general what is your biggest achievement so far i've i've got here here, here in your career but i know that's sort of hard for people that are just studying at the minute mm. I, I i can definitely think of a few moments that i can say were my biggest achievement but it's yeah. just kind of difficult to sass out which one it is because i think when when you tell us all of them and because yeah i think I'll, I'll we can just sort of figure it out together then <laughs> but i think what I think was a really successful moment for me was the moment I realized that I had to drop out of university mm. which is so ironic because yeah, that yeah. is not something you would like correlate oh. with success but I think that was uh, I think that was the greatest success I had was the decision I made I'm going to drop out of university I'm going yeah. to reapply I'm, I'm I'm put I'm pushing the redo button yeah. on my life while I still want while I still can and mm. I so I think that was probably one I think the other one was that I managed to get a place on a course in London um, yeah. for the acting for the acting course in yeah. Italia Conti mm. um, even though I don't think acting is a route I'm going to go down on, I think that that was such a great opportunity for me to learn about work ethic and discipline because they drill you in those schools. They drill yeah. you to work from 9am in the morning to 7pm at night. Yeah. And you don't get many breaks in between. No. So getting the discipline, being engaged with theatre and with your peers for a full day and really mm. learning to like... Um, uh, just like thrive off of that energy of yeah. that that creative energy i think that's being able to get that opportunity i'd say was yeah. also so i'd say those were the two those were my two greatest successes yeah i i sort of think um if you hadn't dropped out of uni you wouldn't have had the other one so um no that's true it's like it's it's just crazy how life works again yeah bringing it back to to only playing 
only being, being able to control so much but yeah it worked out in your favor so okay you you know yeah. that's so, that's so true because the other thing that i'm thinking is that i'd say that another great thing that another great success i had was when i i, I landed a place on this course that i'm on yeah. now yeah and I would again this success came from another failure because I didn't get onto an acting course and that's when I applied for this one and it's so funny how it worked out yeah I the things I wouldn't have said I said not getting onto an acting course course is a failure because because it's taught you that that like that like acting isn't isn't the route you, you really want to go down now yeah exactly whereas, exactly whereas if you if you got onto an acting course you may have had had the same the same realization as you had on the other course where you're like this is not where i want to be i'm going to be yeah. stuck doing a job that i don't actually feel fulfilled in you know what i think my biggest concern is that if i got onto an acting course and realized that i didn't want to do it is that i'd spent three years Hmm. like learning how to act yeah but now i've just completed my studies hmm. i'm 25 and yeah. now i'm going to have to start to re-educate myself on what i want to do and yeah. i think it's just that i would have no uh, i would have skills and knowledge about theater doing yeah. an acting course probably but not as well as i would have doing this course for example yeah and now I wouldn't know how to, I wouldn't know where to start hmm. if I wanted to create my own piece and of work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So and I agree also, with you. Also, if you came out other three years, I'm like, okay, that's not what I want to do. You may not have known what it was you do want to do. Yeah. So, whereas, whereas this course allows you to try acting, allows you to try producing, allows you to try directing and writing and everything it does just give you the freedom to, to just to just be like okay i've tried that let's try something else in this in, in this performance you know what i have to say like one of the best things about this course is yeah. the amount of skills you learn yeah oh yeah because i like if i have to think about all the skills i learned like i've never done sound editing in my life before yeah. caleb until yeah. before this unit yeah and <laughs> And now I've really become, to, I've started to enjoy it. Like in my off time, I'm like playing around on the sound editing yeah. or like apps, like making music and stuff. And so I think it's, just, and then there's a bunch of other like examples I can give you, but it's just, it really gives you an opportunity to learn as much as you can and branch yeah. out as much as you can. Yeah. Which is so ideal, especially in this day and age when like, you've got so few purely actors or so few purely directors you've got so many like 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 um like like writer directors or like actor writers or or like actor directors or no one does just one thing nowadays yeah people wear a lot of hats like Greta Gerwig I, I love her yeah. I think she's great and she shame bless her because the thing is that she was supposed to uh, have her Broadway premiere this summer in yeah. a Chekhov play, Three Sisters. Yes. Yeah. And then because of the pandemic, it was cancelled, obviously. But she's also a brilliant scriptwriter, screenwriter, and director. But she's also a great actress, and I think yeah. it's so. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's 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 a thing. If you don't want people to 
to put one hat on you and be yeah. like, this is you. This is what you do when it's like, no, I can do that, but I can also do yeah. this. And yeah. this. And this. It's, it's being given the opportunities and being allowed to, to try other things. Yeah, because I find that often, like, as soon as you're good at one thing, you're like, oh, I found something I'm good at. And then you push yourself to go down that path. And then your friends and your family probably push you to go down that path as well. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it just blocks you off from yeah. learning more about yourself. Because, for example, uh, I have a friend who played the piano very well. Yeah. And then they pushed him down that path of playing the piano. And then he picked up violin. Yeah. And then he discovered he was he was like intuitively better at the violin yeah. and with string instruments than he was with the piano. Yeah. And then he's like, well, now I finally know, but I spent all these years playing the piano mm. and I never knew I wanted to play the violin. So, so stupid example, yeah. but well, there you go. Like you shouldn't just, you have to explore. Yeah, it's the, it's the thing of don't, don't, don't knock it until you've tried it. Yeah, true. Um, okay, let's let's see what what do you think is next for you in your career? Is it could be immediate future or 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 after studies or yeah? I think immediately, if I have to think, yeah, th- what what jumps to mind first is doing a master's program. What 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 would that master's be in? So I'm still deciding. So okay. I, I'm really, I, I've looked at courses. There is this one course that I've looked at that's kind of like um, a collaboration, like where in the on the master's course you just for the full year you're creating a piece of performance that you're going to present for an audience and casting directors and so on. And yeah. then I'm also looking at creative producing, like I said earlier. Yeah. And at the moment I'm also looking at acting MAs okay. because yeah. I don't want to I don't want to shut myself off immediately. Mm. So no. I just want to see what's going on. And and we still got another two years of this course. Exactly. And then that you may you may think no acting actually is where I want to be. Um, yeah, you, it's 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 something that it's so early on. Don't pigeonhole yourself. No, but you know what the thing is is that the reason why I wanted to look at the MAs now, while I'm yeah. still at the beginning of my course, yeah. is because I remember uh, when I got to the end of high school, mm. because I thought, and when I looked at which university do uh, like courses they were in Stellenbosch where I went originally I thought yeah I am actually so angry at myself that I didn't look at the university courses before I picked the subjects I was going to do in school yeah because I know now that had I known had I seen which courses they were available I would have just prepped myself a little bit more differently so that's what I'm trying to do now is that I want to say after this course these are all my options and I want to be aware of my options so that I don't fully commit to one thing so that I know that there are other things there that I could be focusing on just so that I can learn as much as I can in the next two years before I graduate yeah great awesome so um, just over finishing have you got anything you want to plug whether that's social media people can follow or that's any project you've you've done Uh, that you want people to see 
so I don't have anything that I have that I have to plug. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I have to plug something uh, for the listeners, I'd say the social distancing festival.com. Go on there. And there is a bunch of things you can watch. There's a bunch of plays. There's a radio play musicals you can listen to. There's a bunch of cool stuff you can engage with there. And then uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, at, I'm, I am at Laura Hepburn. So there you go. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, that's been a really good chat. And I'm sure people have, have really enjoyed listening. And I've got a lot from that that and would have taken away many things that have been great great having you on Lara and it's been great talking to you Caleb you're a gem <laughs> thank you and I will see you guys next week with another guest cool see you guys hope you guys enjoyed that podcast of Lara see she she really has just sort of played around with with finding where she belongs which is great and hopefully this is where she belongs and um i think it was really interesting especially seeing seeing her uni story and how she's doing something and just one night just picked for her like this wasn't the life she wanted and she changed it which is incredible and I think we should all take that into our own lives and I think there can be something from every podcast where we're all taking something and bringing it into our own lives which is great incredible as it should be um so yeah that's that was Lara and definitely definitely a great talent um, okay, just as we're, as we're finishing, and if you guys want to keep up to date with the podcast, find out when the episode is coming out, um, you can follow me on Instagram at cdundeeactor. That's at cdundeeactor on Instagram. Again, it'll be in the bio um, as it is every week. Cheers, guys. See you next time. <laughs>